You're listening to the Raise to Empower podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kamajis, a licensed clinical social worker with a multi-state online therapy practice. I have a passion for empowering women and mom therapists to break free of the fear, overwhelm, and oppressive systems that hold them back from taking action and building the private practice of their dreams. My goal is for you to boldly believe in yourself as a clinician and business owner. If you're looking for a place to learn practice building strategy and skill while also claiming your own power as a woman and a therapist, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this week's episode of the Raise to Empower podcast. It's really hard to believe that at the time that I'm recording this episode, we are over halfway through February. It really is mind-blowing. I don't know how. We're almost two months into this new year. I don't know about you, but it just feels like time is just flying by and there's a lot of stuff on the horizon for me that I feel like before I blink, (laughs) we're going to be like into summer and just so many things coming up. So just take a deep breath with me if you are in the same boat. It's just been a really busy time for our family the last few weeks, and I'm preparing to start seeing clients again next week after my maternity leave. So there's just a lot going on in our household, and I'm definitely going to be doing an episode in the next few weeks about what this fourth trimester has been like for me while I've been preparing to, you know, eventually come back to work. But that'll be another week that that's uh, that's for another time, <laughs> but All of that has kind of just been happening in the background. But for today's episode, this is going to be kind of like a piggyback off of episode 54, where I talked a bit about the importance of networking with community stakeholders when you're marketing your practice. But in this episode, I'm going to explore networking with physicians and medical professionals about your practice. If you have heard me talk about networking before, I like to kind of think of networking with kind of three different groups, your fellow therapist, your other counselors, that's kind of one group, your community stakeholders that I talked about in episode 54. These are the people that are kind of adjacent to your clients that, you know, aren't necessarily a therapist, they aren't a medical professional, but maybe are running into your ideal client in day-to-day life. And then the third group is, you know, physicians and medical professionals. And one thing I've noticed in our kind of therapist community, so often when I hear other therapists talking about networking in their therapy practice, I so often just hear people kind of immediately jump to this idea that like to network means you're going and talking with doctors in their offices and that if you're networking, doctors are who you're doing that with. There kind of somehow seems to be this belief that like physicians are easy to network with and that they are key to getting referrals and that if you're starting a therapy practice, like this is where you need to spend your time. These are the people that you need to talk to. But In my own experience, and as I have worked with a lot of other therapists, as they have been building their practices, we've found that, and I see this so often, that doctors are actually really difficult to network with. And I've seen so many therapists, myself included, we have spent lots of time and money for very little in return. 
So that's not to say that like, again, that a doctor can't be a good referral source, but there are a lot of things to think about. And I think it's a very maybe nuanced approach that we need to kind of have when we are looking at networking with other doctors. So today we're going to be talking about what some of those challenges can be and what you really need to think about when you are networking with other medical professionals. So first, let's kind of explore why it can be challenging to network with this group. Again, I think we think in our mind, oh, somebody goes to the doctor, they're having a hard time. The doctor thinks you need to talk to somebody, they're going to send us this referral. But there's this kind of I don't know if it's unspoken, sometimes it is spoken, but there's kind of this hierarchy that exists in a lot of doctor's offices. If you've ever tried to get in contact with your own physician, you have probably seen firsthand this hierarchy that exists where to actually speak to a doctor, sometimes you have to go through at least one, if not two or three other people before you can actually communicate with a doctor. These may be front office staff, office managers, medical assistants, nurses, nurse practitioners, right? That to speak with a doctor is not a simple thing. And so if we are going to try and have a relationship, a networking relationship with this physician, you actually are going to have to build relationships with these other people that are kind of the gatekeepers that you're going to get in contact with first before you can even begin to build a relationship with the doctor. And so if those gatekeepers don't really want to build a relationship with you or they talk with you and they don't you know, pass your information on to the physician, it can kind of be a moot point, right? Like you may not get that referral, right? It's time that you have spent that's not going to go anywhere. We've all been told we need to network in our private practice, but no one actually tells us how to do it or what to say. Enter Comprehensive Connecting, effective scripts that expand your networking community and actually fill your online practice. This free guide will give you effective scripts to connect with fellow clinicians, medical professionals, and community stakeholders to build strong networking relationships that will help fill your practice. In this guide, you will get tips and tricks for building relationships that will lead to referrals in your practice, real-life examples of messages used to connect with referral sources, and customizable plug-and-send scripts for your specific practice needs. So download your free scripts guide today by going to bit.ly forward slash comp connecting. And one of the other big challenges is that doctors are just really busy. It can be really hard to get time on the doctor's calendar. Like it's hard enough to get on their calendar if you're a patient. And if you're not a patient, it can be even more challenging to you know, be given space on their schedule to, to meet with them. And again, it's, it's not about just handing out business cards or bringing them gifts, but it really is about building a relationship that's going to result in you getting these referrals. And so that takes time and usually more than one, one meeting. And so that is time that they just may not have. They may not be able to, to give that to you. Now, they may have their office managers give you that time, 
right? But that's where we have to just have realistic expectations of, okay, if I'm going to spend this time building this relationship with the office manager or their medical assistant, like how is that going to get communicated to the doctor (laughs) that you are a possibility for them to refer their patients to? We need to build that relationship. We need to focus on those that are kind of in that hierarchy, that structure, that whether they truly are gatekeepers or it's just how the system works, that is who we need to begin building those relationships with to be able to get to the doctor, right? The office managers, their assistants, or whoever is going to recommend that that doctor speak with you. They will be who will actually help you help us to be able to speak with those doctors. Let's say we are feeling like, yeah, I do really want to build a relationship with physicians. I really think that this is an area that could be really beneficial for my practice and that I have something to offer their patients. When we are thinking about spending time networking with other doctors, We really want to think, though, about who are the types of physicians that our clients will be interacting with, that this doctor may be the person that they bring up to that they're struggling with their emotions or their mental health. Who are they going to share this with? Is it going to be their general practitioner or is it more likely going to be a specialist around a specific issue they're struggling with? If you work with couples that are struggling with fertility, fertility doctors or fertility clinics would be a great place to build that referral relationship with. If you see individuals in your therapy practice who struggle with chronic pain, neurologists or pain specialist offices would be physicians that, you know, may be really great referral sources for you. Or if you work with children with anxiety about their food allergies, allergists' offices would be a great place. Who is in proximity to your client? We need to think of the specialists, the people that are going to be seeing clients for a very specific issue that maybe that is an issue that we actually address in our counseling practice. That's who we want to spend our time trying to network with. But Beyond doctors, I think it's also important for us to think about other medical professionals that may actually come in contact more often or more frequently with our ideal client. Professionals like physical therapists or occupational therapists, lactation consultants, pelvic floor therapists, nutritionists, whatever kind of specialty care our ideal client may have. Oftentimes, clients are spending more time with those individuals than their doctor. They're going to their physical therapist multiple times a week. They are seeing their lactation consultant a few times a month. They are seeing or consulting with their nutritionist weekly, right? They're not doing that with their physician. The physician may be once, twice a year, maybe every couple months for a follow-up. But clients are not going to be getting the same level of attention that they are with these other specialists. And so oftentimes clients will spend more time with these individuals. Therefore, they are more likely to disclose 
to these other medical professionals that they're struggling. In my own personal life, whenever I have mentioned to someone that I'm a therapist, like to my own occupational therapist or lactation consultant or to my children's um, food allergy doctor, I'm always asked, do you have a card? (laughs) Because they so often have clients in their office that can benefit from therapy, but they don't know where to refer somebody to that is the specialty that their clients, that their patients are needing. These medical professionals that are not physicians, they are more likely to make a referral to a therapist, or maybe they're not directly referring, but they're going to pass our information on to their patient that then may become our client. So if we're looking to network with other medical professionals in the medical field, we really want to make sure that we are getting the most bang for our buck time-wise and financially. We want to really focus on those medical professionals, physicians, or other allied health professionals that are more likely to come in contact with our ideal client. We don't want to just be wasting our time and money hoping that maybe this you know, more general practitioner will send somebody our way. And I think it's really important, as I said earlier, to really make sure that you are building a relationship with that professional. Simply bringing them a business card or even a gift basket, that is not enough to get a referral. They need to know you and the work that you do to feel comfortable to refer a patient to you. Just like us, like we want to know that if we are sending somebody, referring them out, that we trust the person that we're referring them to. So you're going to have to spend time building those relationships to make sure that those individuals that you are networking with are going to be sending you clients who are a good fit, that you are going to get a return on your investment of the time and money that you may spend building those relationships. Networking, I know, can feel overwhelming or confusing or intimidating. It feels like that to me a lot of times too. So if you're feeling any of those ways, I want to encourage you to download the free guide, Comprehensive Connecting, Effective Scripts that Expand Your Networking Community and Actually Fill Your Online Practice. This this guide is going to help you really think through in more detail what I explored in today's episode. It's going to give you real resources to help you network and things to think about when you are reaching out to doctors or other medical professionals. You can download this free guide by using the link in the show notes or by going to bit.ly forward slash comp connecting, and you can download that guide right there. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you are struggling with networking with medical professionals or doctors, or if you are wondering, is that an area that I want to spend time focusing on and networking with? You definitely don't have to. Networking does not have to mean that you have to you know, do all three groups like I talked about. Doctors can be a really challenging group to network with, but if you can get a really good relationship built, whether it is directly with a physician or another medical professional, they can sometimes be amazing referral sources. So you really want to make sure that you have a plan 
in place of how you're going to network and who you're going to network with so that you really get a good return on your investment for the amount of time and money that you're spending doing this. So I hope this episode was helpful and I'd love for you to grab the guide and let me know what you think. How is it helping you with networking with others about the amazing work you're doing in your therapy practice? I want to thank you for listening to today's show and I will see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Raise to Empower podcast. Check the show notes for all links and resources mentioned in the show. If you found today's episode helpful or inspiring, be sure to share it with your therapist friends. And don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave your five-star rating and review. It truly means so much to me and will help us get our message of empowerment out to other women and mom clinicians. And I'd love to connect with you in our Facebook community. So check out the show notes for the link or head to bit.ly forward slash raise to empower to join us. I'll see you back here next week.